live from the Flannel Beaver Studios in the country confines of Northern Ontario, Canada. Welcome back to the SWC Plus Roundtable. I'm your moderator, once again, Robert Cast, And today, we tackle Solo, a Star Wars story retrospective. But fortunately, I don't have to do this alone. I'm going to go quickly around the horn, introduce everybody. All the way from the uh, the left coast here in Canada, uh, my good buddy from the 501st and the Generation X-Wing podcast, uh, Rob Williams. How you doing, Rob? Hello, everybody. And you have uh, you brought along a friend from your podcast. I brought a show and tell. This is my <laughs> pet, Steve 3. Oh, don't, don't make eye contact. He'll bite. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Fellow 501st member. In fact, some would say he was in there before I was. I think everyone would say that. (laughs) I think everyone was in there before I was. (laughs) So, Steve, this is your your first time on the roundtable. So, uh, just uh, real quick, uh, introduce uh, the people to who you are and uh, and what you do and how do you and you're you're you can you you can blink if you're being forced to hang out with Rob. Will. (laughs) There he goes. Okay. (laughs) Look at those. Is the the video live? Is the video live? Yes, it is. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) we're blinking hard. Uh, no, it's Steve here. Steve three. Uh, three comes from the 501st. We have many Steves in our garrison, in the Adoram garrison, and I was the third. So I have had the insignia of three for many years. Uh, Steve three, active member with the Generation X-Wing podcast, uh, avid cosplayer, and stalk the realms of Instagram whenever possible. I'm not sure if I can put my handle up here because we're <laughs> going to keep it clean today. <laughs> but, but we could post it in some news somewhere or just tune into uh, Gen X and, and we'll pop it down there. But uh, yeah, I'd like to make... Like, fart. <laughs> yes, that's clean. Like, to, that's, like yeah. to make things, like to, uh, to wear things and uh, generally dress up as much as possible and have fun in the world. Fantastic. All right, we're going to shuffle all the way to uh, my, well, my province, province for the Americans out there. <laughs> Our good buddy from the sand crawlers. Province? <laughs> I don't think we say province. You don't Provence. say? Well, we do. <laughs> uh, so snooty. <laughs> it's it's province. It sounds like a shampoo. <laughs> it, yes. <laughs> uh, all right, Provence. from the sand crawler <laughs> podcast, Mike, welcome back to the round table. <laughs> Howdy, folks. How's everybody doing today? It's a beautiful day in Southwestern Looks like you're sporting the Rachel just in time. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Mike, yeah, you're, he's, uh, he's part of the uh, Star Wars, the Star Wars Commonwealth Plus group and uh, part of the Sandcrawlers. So, again, welcome back to the, uh, to the podcast. And, of course, it's not an obligation, but we enjoy having Americans on the show. Uh, <laughs> Token American on the podcast. A token American. Whoa, hang on. <laughs> but um, uh, um, I don't tell his don't tell his uh, his uh, his fellow uh, Americans. But he, he, I think he's a socialist. So uh, Ben <laughs> from the Skyhoppers podcast, welcome back. Glad to be here as always. Excellent. I sorry I outed your socialism. That's all right. I it's do it. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's nice to see the social media borders are now open again. Well, <laughs> yes. Cool, cool. Well, yeah. well, we don't know. We don't know if we're airing in the States. There could be a... Yeah. That's true. Margo. That's true. <laughs> yes, Before exactly. We stopping them from coming up. Now they're stopping us from going down. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. The, the borders. I thought we were keeping this Phrasing. one clean. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing. Intended that way, but there you go. There we go. Okay, so um, Star Wars. 
um, a solo I Star Wars story. Pardon me. Um, we're finally tackling this one, and uh, hey, after this, I only got one more to go. So this is this has been a long, long, long time coming. Um, this is uh, right off the bat. We're going to go around the horn. Rob Williams, of course. This isn't a, a beat by beat for those not in the know. We just ramble on about uh, one of our favorite Star Wars movies. So, uh, Rob Williams, uh, yes, what sir. did you do for uh, for this for this Star Wars movie? It wasn't a Christmas release. It was May, I believe. For Solo, um, yeah. I, was I with you, Steve? No, you weren't. Okay, then I guess I'm trying to thought. I thought I was with you, or but um, I guess I was with a Neil. I was with somebody. Um, I honestly don't remember much about what I did. It, it becomes that point where, you know, in the first Star Wars movies, I remember when I was in a drive-through at the age of negative three, and it's. But now I'm just like Star movies. Star Wars movies have been coming out and out again and again. You just kind of like. I just enjoy the movie. So I think I was in Coquitlam. I think that's what it was. I think I was with Neil and just having a good time with the movie. I really enjoyed it. So it was just, um, yeah, I honestly don't remember. It's, it's weird now that I just, so basically what you're saying, milestone gener- moment. generation X wing had a, had a, had a, had a podcast night and you've, you failed to invite Steve. Is that what's no, happening? Oh, Steve. Yeah. Well, now that you've ruined it, I'm but just yeah. back up, man. I'm just back up. If someone else, better look in and it comes along rob will have him in an instant well that's that's gonna be hard to do sir but uh it's just to you call pulling a bag yeah it was uh, i think i saw it with anil but it was just it was just a matter of enjoying the movie this time and not a matter of uh living the moment of uh of the movie i i think that's what it was i guess it's become that point in our age where um unless it's iconic and soul is not iconic but i just i just let's go see an awesome movie that was it i know i know it's not that's not the best way to start uh, the round the round table here but i honestly don't remember um, oh well um well let's move it over to steve steve did the 501st have something going on and you didn't tell rob <laughs> no actually you know what the funny thing is i was in florida of all places i was uh, visiting the wise family and we were in Florida and we, we knew Solo would come out and we really want, you know, I, I want to go and see everything so I don't have it spoiled in today's uh, way of doing that. So I actually went to watch it with her in Florida in some crazy old school cinema somewhere. So that was kind of cool. And it was middle of the day, so no one was there. Uh, it's, it's one of those old the parts of Florida where it's old people. So, yeah, I was, um, I was blessed to have a pretty empty cinema. I managed to get the topper I wanted on my, my drink. And... I went in there pretty excited mm-hmm. to see the, the, you know, the, the backstory of one of the most iconic characters in Star Wars and, you know, the true hero that we've all followed for so many years. So, yeah, I was pretty excited to go in and see it. And I, I just remember sitting through it. And uh, that's what yeah. the show will be all about. Yes, exactly. It was a, it was a new Star Wars film. So, uh, Mike, Sandcrawlers, you guys do anything special? Uh, no, we did what we always do, which is just as soon as we've seen it, we run home and hop on the mics for an hour or so and just geek out about it. Um, went with, it's a family affair. All the, all the new Star Wars movies have been family affairs, which was, nice. which has been great. Uh, went and saw it, loved it. It's it flip flops between that and rogue one. It's my favorite Star Wars right now. It's my go-to put me in a good mood Star Wars movie. So I like it very much. And you know, it's a Wookiee thing. <laughs> as he takes, for those listening, as he takes a big swig from his Wookiee mug. Uh, 
What's that little guy? Did you want to say something? Oh my lord! What, <laughs> oh, what are you doing oh, to that chewing. Wookie? I thought it was a. Those that is my. I hope. Was, I hope it's a. I hope it's a hand yeah. puppet because I don't know what you're doing with that. <laughs> Costco had these <laughs> back in the day. I, I have. One, I have one so. of those without the goggles. Yeah, well, these are my son's uh, uh, steampunk goggles oh, that he didn't want anymore. And he has one bandolier, and to give him the double bandolier, as you see in Solo, is my dear departed dog oh, Jake's nice. uh, collar that says. Uh, Good boy. Is that is that, is, uh, chewy is, is, that the, uh, is that the squeezy stomach one that keeps you company? Aww. <laughs> oh, Ooh. you need some batteries. Yes. Yikes. Oh, so, anyway, um, sorry. okay, Ben, what is what did the young people do when this movie came? Um, <laughs> well, I, one, one thing I do want to say very briefly is that I realized my <laughs> VPN is active, and I, as far as the internet is concerned, I am Canadian. Um, Oh. <laughs> I'm connected to a Canadian server on my VPN. Fun fact. I just realized. But anyway. It ain't that easy, Ben. You, you, it ain't that not, easy. Am I a citizen You're, you're now? not apologizing for this. <laughs> okay. But anyway. Um, I, I loved the movie. I will say, obviously. I mean, there's a lot of, there are a lot of, I think, social things that happened in the movie that were not handled super well. Um, maybe nothing that's major, but some touch points, I think, that were a little... Uh, touchy for a lot of people. I know a lot of people that really do not like this movie. Um, and I frankly don't get it. I don't get that. I think this movie's awesome. <laughs> and I thought the movie was yeah. awesome as soon as I walked out of the theater. Um, Where did you watch it? Oh, I, I watched it. Uh, I think it's the AMC Showplace 12 here in Bloomington. I can't remember. I watched is. it completely alone. What's the address? <laughs> What's the address? <laughs> you <with> the address. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, watched it alone and I'm just kind of, obviously I love experiencing Star Wars movies with other people, um, but I think my best viewing of a, any Star Wars movie is the first time I see it alone. Because um, I usually, usually what happens is I will go with other people for the first time. And the first time is where a lot of my kind of like, it's almost, I don't know if you, I, you all can relate to this. It's like this like, uh you're almost too caught up in the experience like there's it's like it's a new star wars movie and you're too caught up trying to catch everything on the screen at once um so it's all, almost always you become you become you're worried that you're annoying everyone because you keep looking at them with the eyes wide going, yeah, Did you yes, see that? Yes. and you're sat in this huge great room with watching the same screen of course you watch it <laughs> exactly exactly so the second time alone or in this case the first time alone is usually the best viewing for me um but yeah i just went by myself i think my then girlfriend at the time left town shortly before i left to see the movie and i'm just like sweet i'm gonna go to All just right. gonna ride my bike over to the theater and watch the star wars movie you went for a carton of milk and never came back kind of <laughs> yeah. left town? if only but i won't go into that <laughs> no 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 some some of us some of our dads went out for cigarettes <laughs> we should be <laughs> so uh i was i went with my wife we try to make it a date date night i'm this uh steve i'm the same way as you i don't have to see it open in weekend i could be patient but because of social media i have to see it opening night because I'm, I don't want it spoiled. So I have, again, I, I could, if I didn't have social media or, or phone or television or anything, I could let it go. But no, I booked my tickets for opening night and my wife and I try to go. I have a lot of people, I'm sure 
with you guys, you guys are probably all the Star Wars guy in your group of friends that aren't Star Wars related, right? So it's like, uh, this is what I equate it to. They're always like, oh, let's all go see the Star Wars movie. And uh, Rob, yeah, we'll all go with you. I'm like, well, I don't really want to have to be explaining everything. Like, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I, I remember years ago, I had a girlfriend that says, oh, I want to start watching football. I want to watch the NFL can I watch the Super Bowl with you? I'm like, that's not the game I'm going to go watch with you. I don't, that's not where I want to start explaining <laughs> first and second downs and this and that. Like, like, let's watch any other game. But that game's too, I mean, let's sit at home and watch the Clone Wars and, or, or any of the movies on my digital or, or my DVD or my VHS or whatever I got. You mean, like, any format you want. But my first viewing has to be, like, my wife, you mean, she's, She's great. She she's down with it, and she gets it. She gets it exactly, exactly. So that was my experience with the uh, with solo. But it, real quick, let's get the, uh, the the elephant in the room. Is uh, Ben mentioned a lot of people poo pooed this movie. I think um, they changed directors right in the middle of it, and uh, and Ron Howard took over. He he did a great job. So. They had the excuse to push this back to a Christmas release, but they, and everybody would have been fine with it, but they had the, um, they still went ahead with it in May. And we just came off the heels of The Last Jedi, which was divisive on social media. I mean, and it, if you like it or love it, whatever it is, this was the first movie where the marketing failed horribly, I would, in my opinion. And they, this is where they said, it's gonna. It has Star Wars on the marquee, so everyone's gonna go. And because we've just been overdosing on Star Wars, it didn't. It didn't work that time. This is this is where where Disney got bit back with like, yeah, it, people went because it was Star Wars, but it didn't. It it did. People didn't flock to it like they did the the other releases. Ben, you look yeah, like I you agree. I, I don't. I don't think the advertising was all, all it could be for sure. I, I really don't. It was. Uh, it was pretty lax. Yeah, they just rested on their laurels saying, hey, it says Star Wars, so of course it's going to be... It was, it was basically the Millennium Falcon, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was pushed to be the... It was like the Millennium Falcon movie. You, that's all I ever remember seeing. I don't really remember seeing the characters. Or, Lando and the Millennium Falcon is, is really what I got out of the advertising for. It. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was just... It was, it was a prequel. And prequels, that has a... It has a dirty taste for some people. I mean, and again, I, I like the prequels. Ben smiled. <laughs> ben grew up on the prequels. <laughs> so um, around the horn, I'm going to go back around the horn here. And what are your, uh, what are your, for those that have notes or not notes, uh, what are your favorite parts of this movie? Again, we're not dissecting it scene by scene. Rob Williams, what are you thinking? You like, uh, Dude, I, when you just talked about all that, I totally forgot. All you forgot that crap. I, I know I had to get I it out. And that's the thing. That's, that's the point of, uh, sorry. That's the thing I've taken out of movies lately. I, you know, I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm not, yes. I'm not on Twitter listening. Oh, I wonder if so-and-so likes it. I really don't care. I, I, I forgot Ron Howard was directing this until I saw Clint on. And I was like, Oh, of course this is, <laughs> oh, I love Clint. I Clint's Canon now hashtag Clint Canon, but it's <laughs> like, I was, I forgot that he directed it, but, then I and I for, I totally forgot about all that talk, and I just looked at how much it made, and yeah, it made like I guess ninety three million, and it's amazing how that's not a success in in our lives yeah. anymore. It's not a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, right? It's not a Star Wars no. success. It's but. not a Star Wars, and I don't care. It's a great movie. I loved it, and I don't. It in the long run, it just wasn't matter anymore. Uh, but 
that being said, I realize it matters because at the time, that's what they're looking at. That's what they're examining. That's what they're, uh, okay, this wasn't enough of a Star Wars hit. So let's not do a solo two. And everybody's hashtagging that. So I don't know. I just, I, maybe that's a bad way to look at it, but it's just like, I just enjoyed it for what it was, man. I don't care about the, the, the controversy. In fact, I still am kind of confused on what is so controversial about this. All right. Okay. So favorite, uh, again, uh, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna, you can get, grab all the icing off this cake. Cause there's a lot of obvious parts, <laughs> um, favorite parts about this move. Like what is, uh, it ticked a lot of, uh, fan boxes. I know it has a lot of, uh, I'll get to my, my opinions uh, after all you guys have your turn, but Rob, what it was, uh, we all know we like the movie. I mean, that's why we're all here. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Steve, what do you think? Uh, I, you know what? I think if, if I look back at it and, and we keep talking, like when Rob just said uh, about the fact that you were done like ex- with expectations, we're going in there with a fully loaded uh, brain of like, this is going to be everything I like personally imagined it was going to be. And then everyone ends up leaving because they're disappointed that he didn't get what they thought they were going to get in their head. So it's kind of, I don't know. We've talked about this a lot on our show. We're done with that. We just go in there with an open book, man, and see what it fills with. And that's what I did with this movie. Like Han Solo is, like I said before, iconic. He is the, 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 the gorgeous space pirate that goes out there and makes a lot of Star Wars what it is. So it was really, it was going to be really good to see this backstory and I was really excited for it. I watched the movie and I, I, I don't know about you guys and you can tell me this. Did you notice the change in direction? We talked no. about the director's change. Did you, did you no. notice a mood swing in the movie at all of the way it's all of a sudden it kind of went a little bit different than what it started? I, I, well, I never noticed a single thing. Why would, did you, I kind of did. And I don't where, know why. Where abouts then maybe, yeah, I, I'm not sure, but I remember watching it going, this is weird, it's kind of taking a different direction. I think my favorite bit, and I made a note about this, and this may sound very weird as well, but my favorite bit of the whole movie is when Han and Chewie are on the, the, the sky deck of the stolen ship, and they just got out of the shower. And that whole scene... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so ridiculous but that huge saxophone that, that whole scene of them hanging out on that that was my favorite bit of the whole movie and that's weird i know but i got into it at that point and i really liked that scene <laughs> so that's yeah. my takeaway of the movie that bonding bit that and that's the, that's what it was for me going to be is the buddy movie of how these two meet right and uh that was my favorite scene i enjoyed everything they did with it um but yeah, we can get into the bits and pieces that were a little bit frowny, but it's an enjoyable movie. But unfortunately for me, it was a forgettable movie. And Rob's already mentioned the fact he can't remember where he's seen it. He can't remember it. I, I can forget it as easy as I can watch it. And I, 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 remember, I, I may not remember where I see it, but I do remember the movie. And I enjoyed the movie for what it was. In fact, mm. I, would, I would argue that the movie took place of the moment of seeing it, if it, the, the event of seeing it, because I saw it and I enjoyed it fully. Um, there, I mean, there are cheesy moments and stuff, sometimes this, that, and little, little nitpicks that we'll probably talk about later. But yeah, I mean, just I, I never noticed what you saw. And my like going back to Rob's original question, the reason I wanted to throw it to you because I remember Rob, you said everybody enjoyed the movie. And I remember Steve saying it wasn't as good as, 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 as he was. Don't put words in my mouth, Rob. Yeah. That's why I'm hesitating right now because you got a <laughs> coffee in your mouth, but um, it's just, it wasn't as good as you didn't enjoy as much as we did. 
I think is what I'm trying to say. No, I don't think I did. And I don't know why it is. And I think the other reason for that, and tell me if I'm gabbling on too much, but the, the, I think that one of the big reasons for me is I, like um, Ontario Rob was saying, you you indulge yourself into the movie. You go there on your own. And like a lot of us have said, we go there on our own. We want to take it in and we want to watch it and, and, and enjoy it. And to me, I have to be in in the movie. And I think there was too many famous faces in the movie that kind of brought me brought me out of it. And I, I think that was probably the big thing. You know, I'm a big fan of all the people that are in the movie. I really am. But it's probably because of that I couldn't delve myself deeply into this story. And I think that's what brought me out of it, to be honest. Well, it's funny you say that because I I haven't seen Solo in, in quite a few years now. And when you talk about so many famous faces, I, we've we've just gone through a whole couple seasons of, of Mandalorian of and they've been dropping somewhat famous faces there. We've, we've, we've had so, so uh, a bunch of other movies since, and I'm kind of getting used to it now. So seeing people like, um, uh, crying out loud, um, who Woody Harrelson, well, Woody Harrelson alone. I just, I, I have a, a love for Woody Harrelson as it is. I was Woody is my nickname in high school for crying out loud because they all thought I was like Woody Boyd from cheers. <laughs> I hope it's for the looks and not for the brains, but it was just like when, when you see like Voss out there, these are famous people doing Disney shows now. And mm. I, it's kind of removed that um, sort of famous people doing star Wars um, stigma. And so I guess looking back at it now, it didn't bother me. And like, it's just, I was surprised how much, uh, I'll, I'll go back to your favorite moments. Well, some of the famous moments were actually my least favorite moments when I originally saw it. Leet doing the rise of the, of the, um, the uprising and screaming and yelling and being very um, just like freedom fighter. I didn't like it at first. I, I'm, I was, I found myself laughing at it now because it was entertaining. It's an uprising of droids and Wookiees and all these people. And she's standing there going freedom, like William Wallace in Scotland. It was kind of, it made me laugh and it became one of my favorite moments. Yep. Well, that's, and it's, and that's what this movie was like. Again, um, I'm going to throw it to Mike. Um, you get any, you have any key moments in this thing that really, again, there's, I have, I have a few sitting right on my tongue there, but, uh, what do what do you think? Yeah. I, I, well, like Steve sort of started saying it for me, which was the Han and Chewie, uh, to me, it was their movie. And we finally got to see Chewie being more of an actual person instead of just kind of in the background. Um, you mentioned the scene up, up on that, that ramp there when they're flying and like Chewie shrugs. Like it's just very natural, very human. Um, my my inside joke about that scene is we never did hear his nickname. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah, says, yeah. "Well, I'm going to give you." Yeah. So that's a plot hole, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but uh, no, just that was my favorite part. There uh, is is seeing their relationship. Uh, reading comic books for however many years, where they could expand on stuff like that, and actually seeing it on screen when they're they're doing the train heist, and and Chewie just about flies off the side of the train, and Han grabs him, and a little close there, buddy. It's like that's that's what I wanted was the buddy movie angle, and it was uh, it was great for that. Um, as far as the casting, like for, my only frame of reference, like for someone like Paul Bettany, was him being in the Avengers movies where he's a quieter, good guy. So I was all up for him being, being a villain in this. Um, and I, I liked how he was sort of small scale compared to what we've seen in the past. You know, he runs a crime syndicate, but he wasn't 
you know, Vader level bad guy, that kind of thing. So it was cool to see too, but um, it, it, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of fun as star Wars should be. It's not as heavy as some star Wars has been, which was something I, I really liked too. I just, I need these movies to, to make me feel good at the end of them. And uh, this is one that just, it, 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 it was just so much fun. You have, you have, uh, you have lines like flood the intake and sweep the bilats. Like if I ever get a tattoo, that's going on. My arm. <laughs> I love it's it. just this is such a great line and they do the thing and then they look at each other and there's a knowing glance and all that. And it's just, you know, Han in the original trilogy, definitely the original star Wars, um, you know, he's bringing the humor. So you had two hours of that sort of um, feel through the whole thing. I, I loved it. I just loved it. I think, I think they did a great job too of taking, um, I, I felt a lot of the things like a lot of the aliens you saw, which were some we saw in Rogue One, but they're sort of like next level from rubber masks in the cantina. And it was like they were, you know, George always said he wanted the movies to be more than they were. And I feel like with this one, if George was going to make a new Star Wars, he would have made something close to this because of things like that. Um, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. Um, Excellent. The L3 thing, I think, was it felt heavy handed the first couple of times I saw it with the whole uh, uh, rise up and rebellion and all that. But um, it, it's just, it's, it's yeah. sure. Why not? Three POs, three POs, a pain in the ass, and is always nervous. She has a cause. Yeah, perfect. You know end of the day she's a droid so you know let her ha- let her end have it i guess she but, ain't a droid yeah, anymore. No, it's- <laughs> yeah well uh, <laughs> yeah uh, ben ben favorite you 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 said you, you like this movie what are your what are your favorite parts about it was like did it take any boxes or what is uh not well boxes as someone who i know you're all gonna scoff at me as someone who tends to get a little hung up on I don't want to say hung up, but on, on what is canon and what is not. This is like, it's something that I, it's not, doesn't something that doesn't really affect my enjoyment a ton, but it's something I think about a lot in a meta sense. Um, I didn't have a ton of like boxes that needed checked, um, but I, if we're talking just broad strokes, I was happy to see all the legends callbacks and things that were not necessarily, um, like Han's origin story, you know, people call the Oliver Twist kind of origin story on Corellia. It's like, that's not exactly the way it was in Legends, but it was pretty close. Um, close enough that I'm like, oh, clearly inspired by. I like that. And that there's a lot of things like there are, you know, Lando drops references to the three old L. Neil Smith, Lando Calrissian Adventures books um, when he just at various different points. Um but overall, I think the thing this movie does the most strongly for me, not the most strongly, but really up there is the action just as a whole. The Kessel Run, it's one of my favorite things in Star Wars. I think it's amazing. Yeah. And I don't yeah. understand people who actively like dislike it. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. But I just don't, you know, because to me, it's just it's just nonstop. There are so many cool things happening in it. Well, we, we all know we wanted to see the Kessel Run. Well, going into this movie, exactly. that was a box I had to tick, and and I would love to have somebody explain to me how could you do that better, like with with the stakes. You mean like like they they gave it, they made it difficult, they made right. it, they made it riveting, they made it they made high action, and they they raised the stakes so high, and everything down to they're falling into the gravity well, and then they here's the special fix, and back it 
hits the hits the injects the uh, the stuff there and he says like oh and then it doesn't work and it gives you that heartbeat and then boom they're off like it just <laughs> right and yeah that, that, know, that, that was just, that was good the, the full back in and the engines failing because it was too much and then <laughs> yeah. igniting again that course, was good it's the falcon of course it's gonna do that <laughs> like it's enough yeah well then it, it also takes that one line right oh i made the kessel run in less than 12 <laughs> and it's it's like well cool like you you ran a race in high school. Good for you, pal. You won. You won gold. But no, no, no. it's how he how he ran yeah. the. Well, they yeah. said yeah. nobody can Even do it in under twenty. That, so know? we got that canonized, and then and then of course Chewie saying, "Well, he's like, well, no, I rounded down." So everybody's like, yeah, "Oh, not if you rounded <laughs> down, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 Ben, I gotta agree with you. That was a few things right before that scene when uh, when Kira gives up her her co pilot seat to to Chewie. And then, of course, the John Williams score kicks in. It's just, oh, oh, come on. Like, it just, that's it. That's what we want. Um, I love how they did the, uh, when they're playing playing cars and and they're gambling. And we think this is where Han's going to win the Falcon. And it gives us that little, no, he doesn't. Like, Mm -hmm. so it it just, it, (laughs) it, if you know Star Wars and you're waiting for this movie and you're thinking, Oh, I'm going to see the castle run. Fawn's going to Han's going to win the 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 Fawns. Han is going to win the Falcon. <laughs> hey, 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 they both they both hit the the jukebox or the or the or the console. He would be, a great, he would be a great addition. Get Henry Winkler in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> what a great cool. addition. <laughs> well, like I said, Harrison Harrison Fawn Ford solo. hits the hits the console when it doesn't work and it lights up. <laughs> It, it, I just it, caught what you said, Fawn Solo. That's Fon awesome. Solo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, so uh, I love the misdirection. Um, that's great. I love how Han shot first at the end of the movie. He shot Beckett. Like, that's fantastic. I loved how the Falcon looked right off the showroom floor. Like, that was, that was, because mm-hmm. we're so used to seeing it like the way George Lucas said, no, I don't want it clean. I want it lived in. That's uh, too many space movies has everybody in silver jumpsuits and everything's polished. It's like, no, this is, this is a smuggler ship. I love how it it looked. It it breathes. It breathes his character. The old, you know, seeing the new one, the Lando one, Mm -hmm. and then knowing the Hound one, it, that, you know, that's what the Hound one's going to look like. Cause he, he fixes things, but he doesn't quite fix them right. Like, he's a tape guy. He doesn't yeah. solder his wires. He twists them and tapes yep. them, you know? And that's the beauty of the Falcon right. is it's been harmonized, man, massively. And then to see that journey was so I, enjoyable. Totally. And I think, like, for example, an Empire Strikes Back, right, when when they're on an Echo Basin, it's that one goes there, that one goes there. You're taking all this apart. It's Chewie's not doing it wrong. Chewie's like, look, we're yeah, going to fix yeah. this damn thing. But before he, and Han's like freaking chewing gum and uh, bailing wire. And let's get that. We'll fix it another time because he's not right. He's not responsible yeah. enough. It's to get to the next thing. So well, that, totally that's like agree, Ben, 100%. you can probably understand. I remember doing a gig and I blew a fuse on a guitar amp and I had to wrap it in cigarette tinfoil and put it in and <laughs> doing, and, and just to get me through the gig and doing that, it's kind of like, Having unprotected mm-hmm. sex, um, not to get graphic, but because you don't know, it's like it blew for a reason, but I got another set to get right. through. And that's how I think. And of course, did I ever address the problem? No, I still got an amp with a cigarette t- 
tinfoil. I haven't smoked in 13 right. years. <laughs> you know I mean? like, <laughs> so I, I understand like, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, it gets you through in the moment. Is it right? No. Is it wrong? Oh yeah. It's very wrong, but it's, it's yeah. just, it's off on the fly. I, I love how they do that. As far as the, the casting went, Paul Bentney. Yeah. took me out a bit. The, um, uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson took me out too, because I just, again, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm old. I, I, that's Woody from Cheers. I, I, you know, I, I think you're right, Rob. I think you're right. I think it's the age you are of seeing these, seeing these characters in multiple different things. Yeah. Now they're in this. And, and again, it's not a bad thing, but there was too much of it for me. And I think you're right. I think if you're of a certain age where you've seen pretty much all of the cast right um you've seen in other things and they're yeah. not star wars <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, to, exactly. and to me that's what made star wars star wars is we saw people we hadn't seen before unknowns if you like and that's what made star wars so cool right. and and uh, yeah i just think it yeah you're right you're right so why didn't we get hung up when we saw um harrison ford playing indiana jones and when he was solo it's not like oh i can't get into this he's solo because it's, I, it's I harrison I, ford i don't know <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And again, it's, it's the age thing. It's the age thing, Rob. It's like now when we, if we see Harrison Ford do anything, he is Han Solo, right? I think but, it's an expectation thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's our expectations we bring in. I mean, Ben was just talking about how he's comparing the stories of past with the, the story of now. I remember in our last show, we were talking, uh, Neil was, and a lot of people were saying about the, the history of the Bad Batch and Order 66 was not like uh, the one in the comic book. And there's this expectation things and rules that are laid out. And, um, and going back to what Jamie says, you got to leave your expectations at the door. And I was glad I did the second time around here because it was just like, I was just watching movie and my expectations yep. have changed over the last few years because of how Disney plus has been making these new star Wars shows and Marvel shows like mini movies. And I think solo could have worked better as a series than it would have a movie if uh, in hindsight now. That's a, that's a tricky one though. Cause I think, I think that's the culture we're in now is that movies don't satisfy us because of the length of time we have. And we're now so used to seeing a 12 or 10 episode series come out on, on one of these other streaming channels. And I think we're, yeah, I think that's the, just the way we're being pushed is to say, yeah, it wasn't quite enough. It would have been better as a series because we want more and you can't get that in two hours. You know, it's, I would have loved to have been in the writing room when they, when they mentioned, when they, when they, plugged in um oh shoot the droid his um uh, into the falcon l3 l3 yeah when they we sorry my, my apologies everybody <laughs> I'll, I'll flog myself <laughs> later <laughs> so new host <laughs> yes <laughs> so uh so when that when they plugged in l3 and, it, and of course it goes back to when they plugged in 3po into the to talk to the falcon and he's like oh yeah it's a peculiar personality and and then they actually gave L3 such personalities. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, like just, if you saw the, uh, her in her, in her mocap suit where she's swinging her hips and like, she really feminized and straight. It was just awesome. Like she really laid on this personality and just even sitting in the, talking with Kira in the Falcon, she puts her arm up on the, on the, yeah. on the rest. Like it just, and I wonder if it was, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, if, if somebody just said, Oh, you know what we should do? Because if it was because she did this great performance with such personality, and then I would I would love to know how that got connected or somebody just wrote that 
Like, so like, was, was she directed to be that way or was she just that way? And they're like, you know what? This works. We're going to change it a little but, bit. Well, yeah, we don't want to be a great idea if part of the fix is plugging her into the Falcon. And then, of course, because she's she's such a dynamic act, actor and given this droid such personality, it's just it's perfect. Like it, it's mm. it's really great. Like I know a lot of people I rolled, but for me, it was like, oh, like I heard three people say that years and years and years ago like yeah man like so well i remember uh listening to ben's show when soul came out and the frustration with some on some sides yes i do listen to your show it was episode cmqmptiii <laughs> and no, um that, i'm thinking mostly because that episode was i i uh that episode had a lot of negativity in it and i would love to I mean, we did. We went back and basically redid a solo episode. Well, um, it was interesting because you guys were talking but, about what you're reading. And one of the things that came up with the social justice warriors. And um, it was just like, yeah, you know what? That is, is kind of like that. But it was kind of like a parody of it in a way, but also kind of a realistic. It was just it had. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed it now looking back. I mean, there's so much of this movie in hindsight. I realized what, and Max uh, said this, we're talking about Chewie and his mobility. He's moving around like we've yeah. always wanted him to. Like he's kicking <laughs> butt and, and swinging Han around and stuff. That was so cool. And it's just like, I have notes, by the way, uh, Steve. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> hey! <laughs> these, little, these little touches of Star Wars that we remember and kind of changing the history that we used to know. I mean, from from the little sabak tables to that 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 handshake that they do at the end that mimics the handshake that they do at Cloud City. It was just all these lovely little things. But at the same time, um, I the ones I, the little nitpick that I had with this was they didn't reuse enough of the aliens. Some of this. There was a great alien scene at the Sabak tables with those big giant hulking, you know, Mike Wazowski's yeah. or the guy with six eyes. But I'm thinking, where is the Greedo? We do see him later in Emphis Nest sort of thing. And that's where that's cool uh, callbacks to those type of old school characters. Of, Rob, Rob, Reese can't be in every movie. Let's no, but uh, sorry. It <laughs> yeah. was just some, like some other, some other people have got more eyes than Reese, Rob. Yes, you yes I know. <laughs> Like the the maw or that character in the maw, but it was just like yeah. the reusing of traditional characters was something that I've wanted to use more. And it doesn't have to be a freaking grand. I've just said it because Ben's here, but it's just like using the Greedos and the Durosses and, and all those type of characters, which they kind of did with Emphasis Nest. But I like that old school feel as well. And so, but that was my hang up. And so once I got over that, I was just like, you know what? I kind of enjoyed the guy in the space suit and you can see him breathing a little bit in the glass kind of fogging up as it's happening. And the six eyes was kind of funny with that one thing, just kind of looking to the side. So I, do, I, I love that interaction though. He's like, Hey, eyes on your own cards. And it, it, <laughs> you kind of laugh about it. And at the end he drops a, and now I've seen yours. Yes, exactly. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to move it. Ben, I got to ask you. You uh, you grew up on the prequels. You didn't get a chance to go to the drive-in in 1977 with your parents. No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, drink. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, the Darth Maul reveal thoughts. That was that was just I I unabashedly love it. I think it was phenomenal. I think it was great. They got Ray Park to come back and do it. They had Sam Witwer do the voice. Um, I know there. You know, again, they're just. I'm going to stop saying it because I keep bringing it up. A lot of people didn't like it, but Rob is right. What other people say just doesn't matter. Um, but what, me, Rob, 
Yes. Oh, that's a rare moment. So I assume every time <laughs> I said something right. <laughs> yeah, Steve's in shock. I think he just. No, no. It's like I just I got to stop qualifying everything I'm saying because it's just like it doesn't matter. This but, is a safe place, Ben. You know that. Yes, yes. So, but. Um. Oh, it just felt like it symbolized such a big thing, too, because, you know, like, as we've kind of learned recently with comics um, and into novels, into TV, into movies, these universes, those media are still separate from one another. And they, you know, like broad strokes might be the same, but they're going to be stuff's going to change if it moves at all between media. Seeing Maul come back with no, you know, obviously for people who have watched the shows, he's been back forever. But then you see it in the movie and it's like suddenly it's like, oh, this is real. People who only ever watch the movies are going to be like, he died. Isn't that the same guy that died? He was chopped in half. Exactly. (laughs) Now, and I can see, I mean, I just think that was a very big risk for them to take. And I was thrilled to see them do it because it, it not that the shows needed to have any legitimacy added to them but it felt like it's like oh they do they do care so it was nice to see all this legend stuff come into this movie but then also it's like oh you're pulling in from clone wars and you've kind of gone back and kind of not enriched clone wars but like you know at what we had seen from maul at clone wars in clone wars at the time we suddenly had this other point in time where it's like there are so many other stories you could tell it's like oh he is the you know he is the leader of crimson dawn what is he doing there? Like, what What are those stories? Um, also, it was just freaking cool. <laughs> it was awesome. It was just so cool to see him. But, but, I was just, I, in the theater, I was like, no, out, out loud. Like, there's no <laughs> way. It's not him. There's no way. Yeah. I went from, it's the emperor? No. Well, that's Sam Witwer. Come <laughs> back. Let's not be stupid. Yeah. No, but com- <laughs> completely. That's, right. that's a good one, though, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty good at math, but when then when that happened, I instantly, like you were saying, I was like, Clone Wars, Rebels, hang on a minute. I know he spoke, hang on. So when did this, and this whole thing was going around in my head then of like, where are we in the timeline? And I was yeah. trying to mathematically work out where we are, who else would have been alive? Who else can we see in Solo 2 now? You know? Um, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was cool. And I'm glad they brought Ray Park back. And shame on everyone who gave yeah. him a hard time about it. It has to be said because those same people that do that would have complained right royally if they didn't bring him back. You know what I'm saying? There would have mm-hmm. been all of this. Why didn't they use the original guy who played him? Why have we got this new guy? So you can't please these people and shame on them for giving him a yeah. hard time about it. Who else is going to be rape? Who else is going to be Darth Maul, right? Come on. Yeah. Mike, Mike, what were you? What that's were the you, internet side of Star. <clears throat> no, I was sorry. Go ahead. You, what go were ahead. you? What were you saying there about when you? Well, and like that's the that's the internet side of Star Wars that I just ugh, like just yeah. let it go, just yuck. Um, and, and I, I you started at the start of the show about you know the issues with new writers and the new director and all that kind of stuff, and uh, that I don't pay attention to. Probably because of Solo, I don't pay attention to any of that uh, going forward. Because it read read the J.W. Rinsler books about the original trilogy. You want to know what movies never should have made it to screen? Star Wars. Like they're just just a cluster bleep <laughs> of mistakes and over budget and and the fact that they got Crazy. made is a miracle. So I I don't put I don't 
I, I kind of know Ron Howard as a director. I know he's that voice on that one funny show. Um, I had no idea who Lord Miller were, you know, just, just give me, give me the next star Wars. I, I, the idea that George always had was, well, I did my story and I'm going to let my friends come in and they'll, they can do what they want with it. And that's how, at least with the wrong one in solo, that's what I love about them is it's, it's somebody else's take. And it doesn't matter to me what went on going up to it. These aren't family members. This is something I pay for and consume. So I go in the theater, what's on the screen is on the screen, you know, whether it's, uh, uh, the, the hug from the force awakens that Chewie and, and Leia never had right at the end that JJ apologized for it. No, they didn't hug. It wasn't in the movie, you know, say what you want afterwards. It's what's on screen. And as far as the writers and the tones and did this and that go, I, what's on the screens. I do screen, remember people you know? getting upset because Kira was in this and it was like Han had a love affair. I had had a love before Leia and they, the, the, the little mm-hmm. dice thing and give it to Leia. That was from Kira. It was all that weird stuff. Right. It was just like, is anybody, did you guys all marry your high school sweetheart? Like, I don't, I don't get this. <laughs> Like you're allowed oh, to have Mike, a, there you go. Guilty. <laughs> well, guilty. I, sorry, it wasn't a date, but it's just like it's the the assumption that no, but it's, it's true. Like, you date it's, one person and you're done. That's it. That's, it. that's all you yeah, get. Here's that's all you get. It's like Darth Maul is cool, <laughs> but I'm upset you you, you put him in. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Those dice are right. cool, but don't put them yeah. in. You know. Yeah, it's the, we put we. Are you going to put the dice in? No, we're not going to put the dice in. You should put the dice in. Okay, we put the dice in. You shouldn't have put the dice in. And the thing I love about little things like that is I get to explain to my wife and my daughter, what's the the deal with the dice? And I'm like, here's the big deal about the dice. And it's, right, it's it's six frames in the original Star Wars. And we've taken it and made it our own. And it has this whole extra level to it. Now, when you watch A New Hope, there's the damn dice. And so, and they and they dropped the, it. Was, know, it was very symbolic in the movie we saw like four months prior. Like sure. it was, it was right. a huge thing. So yeah. it's. I think that's. I think that's what I love so much about this movie, is the stakes aren't as high. I, I don't know as yeah. an audience or whatever. You know, Han and Chewie are going to come out at the end of this. You know, they're probably going to end up with the Falcon, unless it's a giant cliffhanger where they right we get Solo too. You knew it was going in. Like Han Solo, you knew you were going to get just this awesome, fun thrill ride, and and I really think they did it. Um, even even the stuff with Enfys Ness, which, like on the one hand, you know this wasn't a movie about the rebellion or the you know it was it was about it was about Han and Chewie, and having her in it gave it a little bit of weight that we got to see this guy play off of, which was basically just. Well, okay, we'll get him out of this little jam, but I'm not joining your cause. That's right. not what I I think it, it also yeah. helped establish Han Solo as the good... She mentions it, right? She says, I know you. You're the right. good guy. And you also now see him do the right thing. And I, I think that's what right. you kind of need to see in his personality to understand who he is in the original movies. Like, he's... Yeah, yeah. he pulled the gun on Greedo, but he's not... Yeah, he's, he's a, a, he's a right smuggler. Though. He's trying to get money, you know. but it takes you back to Hondo, right? right. It's like it's like the Hondo character, right? So it's he's Can a we pirate. Just also mentioned how awesome Aaron Kellyman was as Emphis Nest. Oh my I, god! And then yeah. seeing her in the Winter uh, Soldier, I, damn it, she's awesome. And I it's just almost like Emphis Nest in a different timeline, Rob. You know what I mean? No, I didn't say that, right? But <laughs> well, yeah. it is. It kind of is. <laughs> I guess you're kind of right. She was a kind of a. Uh, 
rebellion, no, sorry, a, a rebel. She was kind of fighting against the power. So yeah, yeah I guess I see what you're saying. Okay, so Rob, while we got you on the mic here, uh, final thoughts on uh, on Solo? Um, the fact that, again, Clint Howard as Riley Keeley is yep. the highlight of my life. I, <laughs> I remember before this, when we found out Ron Howard was, a print, was the uh, director, I was like, please, please, please put Clint Howard in there. Of course and, he was. Like, <laughs> and his name Ralakili sound like Malakili is just like, it's, it's geekasm everywhere. So it's just, I'm it's really excited. But I, I love this. I don't know if we can do a solo two. I don't know how you do that. At this kind of, it, I think it might be good just as a one-off, but it, if, whatever. Uh, I really enjoy this movie. A lot of fun. It was, it was action-packed, had the nerd uh, Easter eggs for me. Love it. Steve? Um, pretty much the same thing. I think if you did a solo too, you, you'd be like having a really nice cup of coffee and then saving a bit at the end and trying to drink it the next day with the hot water on top of it. It just wouldn't be good. I think. <laughs> How's the coffee going for you, Steve? <laughs> I, I think if, if we, if we were to do, if we would, we know we got Lando coming. If we were to do inserts of solo, if we were to use some of the characters on that, I'd be happy with that. I think that'd be great. Uh, there's still more, so many stories that could be told with this character. Um, the, the movie with well, movies, a good movie. Like we always say, did you go there? Did you enjoy it? Did you laugh? Did you cry? Did you have excitement? Yes. It's a good movie. Uh, I don't own it. So I think the only way I can sum it up is I don't own it, but I think we got to give a little shout out to the handing over of the DL 44. I liked the way it happened. There was no mention. No, it was a focus, but a soft focus on the fact this is his weapon. Mm, this is an yeah. iconic weapon, right. man. And they handled it pretty well. He dismantles his rifle and hands over the DL-44, and they didn't focus and stick on it, and there was no fanfare. I like the way the 44 got into the hands of, of, of Han Solo. So that, that's how I'll end it. Real real quick to add to that. Uh, he, he is cool to see a Han Solo that's so naive and young but and and try to act like a badass, even in his older age, but he's so nostalgic and clings on to the old stuff. And I kind of like that, how they built that character. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Can we do another hour on Woody? I really liked Woody. Um, <laughs> Toy Story? I, Toy Story yeah. retrospective is coming up there on a different feed. So. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. Uh, <laughs> Steve, what you're saying about the uh, about Han's bluster, right? He, before he hands it over, he gives it a kiss, throws it over to Han, that kind of thing. I liked their relationship, even though he was the bad guy. I think if, if they could have had the plan go another way, they'd have been that makings of a great team that he mentioned. So... Um, like, like I said at the start, it's currently my go-to put me in a good mood movie. Um, it's it's fun, it's exciting. All the aliens. Where's my therm scissor punch action figure? Uh, that's my only. You know what? My only disappointment in Solo is we didn't get all the uh, all the toys that I thought they could have. Uh, you collect? Done I I couldn't tell. By <laughs> yeah, <at> right. <laughs> um, few things. Right about let's see, three third shelf down. Uh, I have a spare Power of the Force two cantina pop-up set that's someday going to be my solo fantastic uh, cantina that's working excellent on ben so. final thoughts on solo um i kind of agree i don't think solo 2 is a necessity um but one interesting thing that i remember ash saying whenever we were doing our solo episode originally and ash kind of meant it as a dig but i see it as a positive is that there is so much in solo that is potential ash felt that there were things in solo that weren't fleshed out um, which I don't completely agree with, but I think the potential is really there. So it's like Cloud Riders, um, Lando, Kira with Crimson Dawn. There are all these other stories that even if Solo 2 doesn't happen, we could see Alden show up as Han in these stories. Mm -hmm. And so like kind of a very 
far reaching idea of solo two, I think should happen. The movie itself, eh, not a whatever, but I would love to see the stories uh, of these characters that showed up in this movie continued. Um, but no, I agree. It's a, it's a fun ride. It's, it's another, it's, it's kind of my go-to put me in a good mood. If I don't necessarily feel like I need to, you know, feel something, which I do, but it's not like a new hope, which of course is dripping with nostalgia and just all, all the trappings that come with the new hope. Um, but no, I, I think it's a phenomenal movie and I wish I'm not the type to be like, Oh, if you didn't like a movie, go back and watch it again. Cause if you didn't like it, why watch it a second time? But this is a movie I wish more people would give a second chance because I think it deserves it. I think it's great. Yep, 100%. I, I agree with you. This, for me too, I, I liked it. Um, this weekend, I'm like, oh, I better rewatch this. And I'm like, but I wasn't in that, you know, you got to be in a mood. I was more of an yeah. empire mood this weekend, but I was like, oh, okay, well, I got to watch. You doing all right? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, got to watch Solo. <laughs> but then once it got going, I'm like, oh, why don't I watch this more? Like, you know, so <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I, I loved it. It took, I hope, um, whoever that guy was that did the voice there who said uh, the Wookiee, um, I hope, uh, John Favreau, I hope he does more in Star Wars. I think he has a real future in the, in the franchise. Uh, <laughs> got a good future ahead of him. He's got a good, yeah, I think, I hope we see more of him there or, or even just get involved creatively somehow because I, I really love that. That's actually my biggest gripe is how John Favreau says Wookiee. 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 I, Ooh, can't, got a Wookie? I can't get into it. I can't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for me it was a fun ride um it ended it buttoned everything up with uh they could make a second one there was enough dangling threads where they could have but it's good enough on its own you know it's not like oh we're never gonna see how this movie this this is supposed to be another trilogy you know it was just it it was great i liked it it's a it's a good fun star wars movie i think again the marketing they really try to well, slap Star Wars on it and everybody's going to go see it. It's this is the first time Disney had to pull back. And unfortunately, I think cost us a few more movies because of, for sure. you know, and, but Hey, I don't run Disney, nor could I, 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 I can barely run this show. Uh, why would, I, you know, so um, yeah, if you haven't seen it or if you have seen it and you, you haven't seen it since it came out, you I mean, you've, Pop it on. It's on Disney Plus. Take a take another watch. You, I'm, I'm quite sure everybody will enjoy it. And top it all off, Mr. Positivity himself just uh, chimed in. Uh, Neil Lowry, he says, "Hello, everyone. Solo was hello, an Neil. Solo was an enjoyable movie. That was good enough for me." There you go. <laughs> That's coming from Mr. Positivity himself. So, I respect it. Real quick, around the horn. Um, social media is working. Everybody finds you, Rob Williams. What do you got I'm going on? I'm literally working on a Fawn Solo t-shirt now, right now, as I'm, as you talk, hey. I've got ideas, like it's written on there, so Fawn Solo. Are you going to have, you going to put Jira and Pinky uh, Castadero there, uh, outfit? I, I, my Fawns, my Happy Days references. Are hey, it's fun. Ron Howard, man. I mean, Ron Howard. There it is. <laughs> but, right. uh, and, uh, well, you can find me at the Outer Rim Rookie on Facebook, uh, Twitter, I'm oh, sorry. Well, I try it again. Outer Rim Rookie on Facebook, Instagram, uh, the YouTube show Outer Rim Rookie. Uh, I've got my green screen background behind me as we speak that I built there. And obviously the Generation X Wing podcast, which means Steve are on, which you'll probably talk about later. But um, hint, hint, not judge, wink, wink. And uh, yeah, all those great places. And uh, we have an episode coming out every Saturday for the podcast. And um, yeah, there you go. Awesome. Uh, Steve 3. 
Is, can, are oh, yeah. you on the socials? Or are you? Uh, can people I am you? on the socials. Is it okay if I drop my Instagram handle? I Absolutely. may have to use a. I may have to use a slightly, probably acceptable cuss word. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so on Instagram, you'll find me uh, under the guise of shit's back or Muppet Fart. And if you're a Deadpool <laughs> fan, you'll know where that comes from. Uh, so you'll see me hanging out there with all my cos- cosplay stuff and my builds, which is a lot of fun. You'll also be able to catch me on the Bucketheads, uh, at Bucketheads Film IG account. Uh, we'll be doing a couple of lives with some of the people involved with that. So keep watching that and obviously go and check out their Patreon. And if you're not bored of me by then, you can find me on Generation X when, or listen to me on Generation X when podcast. Uh, we should have another one coming out next weekend, which we'll be feverishly recording for you guys. So listen to uh, Rob get angry with me for doing the things I do. It's a lot of fun. Fantastic. Uh, Mike. Ah, well, you can find me uh, mostly on Twitter at Mike Tarkin. Uh, I co-host the Sand Crawler Star Wars Collecting Show, which is your home for action figure therapy. You can find us at thesandcrawler.net. Um, we're currently in full website mode where we haven't done a show in a couple of weeks, but we're uh, collecting photos and stuff. If you're a Star Wars collector with a Star Wars room, you can shoot us photos and we'll post them on our site. And it's uh, Memorial Day weekend in the States as this is uh, as we're doing this. And uh, what a great time to get outside with your Star Wars figures and play outside. And you can also send those to the uh, to to the Sandcrawler. Uh, sandcrawler.net uh, at sandcrawlercast on the Twitter. And uh, thanks for having me back again. This was a blast. Fantastic. Ben. And again, Ben, Ben's patron. If I've said it before, your, uh, your pre-show <laughs> pre-show podcast edition. is worth the patron. So go ahead and tell the good people about your, your show. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Uh, I'm on Skyhopper's podcast with uh, some of my good friends. We do a, we do have a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, you do get access to roughly sometimes as much as an hour of us basically screwing around before we record the actual podcast, just kind of catching up on live chatting. Um, it gets pretty wild sometimes. <laughs> There's some stuff that goes on, but the patreon.com slash the sky podcast. You want to check that out. Um, I also do a podcast with one of my hosts from that podcast called the bro skywalkers where we talk about legends books. Um, I'm on Twitter at ferretliciously. Don't ask me to explain it because I won't. Um, yeah, that's that's about it for me, I think. Fantastic. Excellent. And again, hook up, uh, get on the everybody's patrons here because it's it's well worth the price of admission. So uh, you can find me. I'm Robert M.M. Cast on the uh, Twitters and the Instagrams. And you can follow me. at I, This is actually, this is other than the Showrunners podcast. Um, if you haven't heard that, that's a, a new podcast. It's a monthly show we're doing with uh, Mark Godsiff, formerly of Talk Star Wars. He's back at the mic. We lured him back in. We got Kyle from Tumbly Saber, Tim from the Nerd Room, and myself. So it's uh, it's basically, well, we're all showrunners. <laughs> and it's basically all us got together. And it's not strictly Star Wars. It's all things geek and nerd and everything you love. That can be found on this uh, on this feed. If you are listening to this on the Talk Star Wars feed, be sure to subscribe to the SWC Plus Roundtable feed. There is a separate feed, so you can get all the showrunner stuff, and you can have this show directly in your ears because we're going on Spotify. And Rob Wade's been so nice to put us out on the Talk Star Wars feed because again, we're not breaking up. Um, talk stars and round table. We still, mom and dad still love each other. We just um, are seeing other people. <laughs> oh, so, so for, uh, for Rob and Mike and Steve and Ben, uh, thank you so much. And, uh, we'll see you next month on, on the round table. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Is that a Wookie.
Thank you.